G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. We should actually say the name of our Messiah, Yeshua, as Joshua. It's just that it was transliterated, first of all, from the Hebrew into Latin, which is Jesus, and then the Greek form of Jesus. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. There is something about the name of Jesus. In Hebrew, Jesus' name is Yeshua, and it has a very special meaning. We're going to learn about that meaning today of the name Yeshua, and in particular, in light of the scriptures that we read so often. We've actually just done a number of programs looking at the boring lists of names and places and dates and and all that kind of stuff and realized that they're actually not so boring, but names and we know have a great deal of meaning and we've we've learned about just a, a handful really of the names of God and how significant they are and how they reveal so much about his nature and character and of course a lot of people gave their uh, children specific names because of either their family or their circumstances or what was happening nationally and all cultures do it uh, it's especially significant in Jewish culture um, and so, yeah, the name of Yeshua, we call him Jesus, but the name of Yeshua is the most significant and the most important name in all of human history. Mm. I mean, and even people who don't believe in him, I mean, have you ever noticed that his is the name that people use as a curse word when yeah, they're shocked right. or something like that? It's yeah. always him. It's never another deity or, or religious figure throughout history. It's always his name. Why yeah. his name? That's right. It's because it's so important. It certainly is a very special name. And in Bible times, of course, uh, the name uh, Joshua, which we see in the Old Testament, yeah. really would have been the way that it was pronounced. And I, yes, I like that because our son's name Joshua. Yeah. So there's a, a bit of a special uh, place there for us in our heart. But um, I guess it makes you wonder why Yeshua has actually be, even been transliterated to Jesus because in some respects it should have been uh, Joshua, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. We should actually say the name of uh, our Messiah, Yeshua, as Joshua. It's just that it was transliterated, first of all, from the Hebrew into Latin, which is Jesus, and then from the Latin mm. into Greek, which is, or that was Greek, or the, the Latin, I believe it was, and then into the Greek form of Jesus. So mm-hmm. that, and it, that's how it morphed into right. the, the English. But if you're just going straight from the Hebrew to the English, it should be Joshua. You're absolutely right. It should be. But the name Yeshua comes from two root Hebrew words, and they are Yasha and Shoa. So that's where you get Yasha, Shoa, Yeshua is how it comes. Yasha means uh, like to be wide or to be loose or delivered, like to be saved. And it occurs, along with all its derivatives, 353 times just in the Old Covenant alone. And the whole theological world book of the Old Testament says that the word it's kind of like moving, it means to move from distress to safety and deliverance um, and that it can only be brought about through the Saviour, the Messiah and, you know, whether there is uh, any kind of human agency that 
God will use to deliver his people from evil. And Shoah, it means like uh, to cry out for help. Um, and more than half of the uh, times that it's used, this verb um, is in a personal singular description, like somebody is crying out. And you usually see it used in the Psalms. So you put them together and it actually means Yah is salvation or God. Yah is another name for God. So it means that God is salvation, mm. basically. That's very cool. And so when, when Gabriel visited Joseph in a dream, because, you know, remember, Joseph was quite concerned. He thought Mary had been unfaithful to him and he was going to divorce her quietly. But Gabriel said to him that she was going to bear a son and that you shall call his name Jesus, for he is going to save his people from their sins. So, mm. you know, Jesus in the English transliteration of the Hebrew word Yeshua, and it just means God is salvation, yeah. which is amazing. So looking back at the name of Joshua again, yeah. I mean, obviously you've got the Old Testament book of Joshua, and really, interestingly, because you've said that the name means God is salvation, yeah. the book of Joshua just really illustrates God saving his people. Yeah, the fact that there is an entire book of the Old Covenant that has the same name of Jesus, which is God is salvation, the main character, who actually there's so many parallels between Joshua and, and Jesus. Like you look at it, it is a book of salvation and deliverance yeah. by God of his people. So it like... It, you, you, you think if there were ever going to be a book that you, in the Old Covenant that you could study, it would be the one that has the mm. name of Jesus that is the name of it. Exactly. You know, it's amazing. But there's a very curious thing that if you were to take a lot of the verses throughout the Bible that use the word salvation and replace the word salvation with Yeshua, because the words basically that's what it means, Yeshua means salvation, you read those scriptures and you kind of like they jump out at you even more, like they're even more significant. Mm. So there's quite a few examples that we could give, and we'll run through some of those uh, over the next couple of minutes. The uh, first one is Exodus 15, verse 2. The Lord is my strength and song, and he's become my Yeshua. Hmm. This is my God, and I'll praise him, my Father's God, and I'll extol him. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. So Psalm 27, verse 1 also says, The Lord is my light and my Yeshua. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it change the way you read it? Psalm 62, 1-2 says, My soul waits in silence for God only. From him is my Yeshua. He only is my rock and my Yeshua, my stronghold. I shall not be greatly shaken. Wow. Psalm 67, 1-2 says, God be gracious to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on the earth, your Yeshua among all nations. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Isn't it? How about this one? Another one from the Psalms. Psalm 78, verses 21 and 22 says, The Lord heard and was full of wrath, and a fire was kindled against Jacob, and anger also mounted against Israel, because they didn't believe in God and didn't trust in his Yeshua. Isn't, wow. <laughs> isn't that amazing? <laughs> that is. When you consider that nationally they rejected him? Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah, puts it in a whole new context. It does. Uh, Psalm 98 verse 2 is another one that says, The Lord has made known his Yeshua. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's awesome. Isn't it? What about this one? This was, you know, in John 7 where Jesus said that he was the living water? Keep that context in your mind. And I want to read to you Isaiah 12, 3 to 4. And it says, Therefore you'll joyously draw water from the springs of Yeshua. And in that day you'll say, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, and make them remember 
that his name is exalted. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? It's amazing. It's beautiful. And this is why his name is so important because in John one twenty one, Gabriel, he informed Jesus' stepfather, Joseph, we said before, to call the baby that Mary's carrying Jesus or Yeshua, and it means salvation because there's no other name in all of human history that has the power to give salvation. That's it. His name actually tells who he is and yeah. what he was going to do. He alone has that power. He's, he's the only one with the right and the responsibility, and he's the only one who actually paid for that privilege mm. to do that. Yeah, that's so true. Well, Acts 4 verse 12 reminds us that too. It says, There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven mm. that has been given among men by which we must be saved. His name says who he is, says what his task is, says who he's doing it on behalf of, it actually describes the very mission and drive of his own heart, that mm. he is our salvation, which, it, which makes you understand why the whole world wants to make his name a meaningless curse word. Yeah. don't even realize the power that's in that name. But here's the other thing. If the, the word salvation is throughout the entire Bible, I'll go back to one of my favoritest of all, but favoritest, that's not even a real word, but my favoritest <laughs> of all verses, which is John 5.39. Remember, he was talking to the Pharisees. He said, you search these scriptures diligently because you believe that in them you have eternal life, but they are they that testify about me. Yeah. I think it was Dr. Chuck Messley said, you know, if you look close enough, you'll find Jesus on every page of the Bible, and it's absolutely true. It's just another example of the rich foundations we have in the Christian faith, and we'll explore more next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources, and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.